0: Uh, basically, God says, hey, I'm going to destroy the city, get you and your family out of here, and uh, don't look back. Lot's wife looks back as they're leaving and it turns into a pillar of salt. Okay, got that. And so when you hear it preached, um, that's probably what you heard. Uh, most people stay on that message. They will preach. You know, don't be Lot's wife Don't look back at the past Don't look back at what God destroyed You know, things like that Okay, cool But I want to focus in on a different uh, part of the story This is one of the most uh, pivotal stories, I think, in the Bible Uh, There's so many different words and so many different messages And so many different life lessons You can get out of this particular um, portion of scripture I'm just going to focus on a part that I believe Will bless you tremendously today And for the rest of your life so for those of you who don't know the story, I'll read a little bit of it so I can give you a background to kind of support what I'm saying and so that you can understand what's going on. I encourage you to read Genesis 18 and 19 in your own time and to be blessed by the whole story. As um, <laughs> you will see shortly, uh, it's a wild one. This is this is Genesis 18 and 19 will keep you entertained. I will tell you that right now. You will stay awake. You will not fall asleep reading uh, Genesis eighteen and nineteen if you really want to learn about uh, God's character and how God um, feels about certain things, um, and how God uses people, like and how God speaks. You, if you're interested in any of that, Genesis eighteen and Genesis nineteen will be good for you, and you will stay up <laughs> reading that. So um, I'm just gonna go to it. All right, so we're gonna read uh, what God told Abraham. And then we're going to fast forward to the meeting. OK, so stay with me because I promise you this is one message that you want to hear. All right. So I'm going to give you a brief backdrop. The Lord appears to Abraham. All right. So Abraham looks up and he sees three men. Abraham says, yo, let me take care of you. I got I'm get somebody to make some food for y'all and y'all can just rest. All right. And so the men say, all right, cool. Thanks. So um, they're going to ask Abraham, you know, where Sarah the Lord tells abraham and sarah that they're gonna have a son right and of course they laughed and the lord is like is anything too hard for me all right again you can read the whole chapter of genesis 18 to get that whole story it's a good one make sure you check that out now we're gonna go to verse 16 of genesis 18 all right so we're gonna go to verse 16 of genesis 18 when you have it say amen amen because i have it so genesis chapter 18 verse 16 Then the men set out from there and they looked toward Sodom and Abraham went with them and set them on their way. The Lord says, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do, seeing that Abraham surely shall become a great and mighty nation and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I have chosen him that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. So here's what we're going to start with. Verse 18. Then the Lord said, because of the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and their sin is very grave. I will go down to see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. All right. So God is basically saying here that um, I hear the cries against uh, Sodom and Gomorrah I hear the cries against the whole city because of the people and their sin is great and their sin is grave so I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna see if they doing what these people's crying out about I'm gonna see if the cries are accurate I'm gonna test this I'm not just gonna I'm not just gonna destroy a whole nation I'm gonna go there and see what's going on Right So then Of course That's after that We're going to skip this part But um, Verses 22 to the end Is just A very You can read that on your own But it's really just Abraham Speaking to God And asking him you know if there are like 45 righteous in the city out of them all will you sweep it away if there's you know 30 if it's 10 and the lord's like you know if it's if i find 10 righteous i won't destroy the nation okay so you read that you, you like that all right so we're gonna go now to verse 19 okay and this is where it gets real this is where our story begins this is where our message begins okay So the two angels came to Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting at the gate of Sodom. All right. So here comes Lot. Lot is Abraham's brother's son. So I think that makes Lot Abraham's nephew, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so when Lot rose and saw them, he bowed himself on his face to the earth and said, my lords, please turn aside to your service house and spend the night and wash your feet. Similar to what Abraham said, you know, like, let me take care of y'all. Let me make sure y'all very good, let y'all rest. And then, you know, when you get up in the morning, you can go your way. So, I'll, and they said, all right, we'll do that. You know, we'll spend the night. And um, at first they wanted to spend the night in the town square. You know, they're just going to chill out and, um, you know, see what was going on. But he said, nah, you know, come on, enter my house. I got a feast and I bake the bread and you can eat it. And so they do that. All right. So here's, here's the crazy part, All right? It's going to get a little graphic here, Um, but Genesis 19 verse 4. But before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, all the people to the last man, surrounded the house, and they called to Lot, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them to us that we may know them. Okay, I got to pause right there and just let you know here um, when it says that the men surrounded the house. So this is every man, young, old, the entire every man of the city, no matter how big, no matter how all the men of the city surrounded this house and said, hey, we want the men that's in there. All right. And we don't want them just for You know uh, to kiss and talk and No 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 This is to give me that real radio show now So I gotta keep it real They said nah we want it all all Alright we want sex We want that okay We want to engage in sodomy Okay the actual biblical definition Of no here in this text Is a man subject And object of sodomy okay Look at what sodomy means you know what that means Uh, But they wanted to know them you know similar to how it said well not similar but very similar to how it says that Adam knew Eve um yeah so um and she conceived yeah it's 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 that okay it's sex so they wanted angels right and so Lot came out there (laughs) at verse six and he said hey I beg you my brothers do not act so wickedly Behold I have two daughters Who have not known any man Let me bring them out to you And do to them as you please Only do nothing to these men For they have come under the shelter of my roof So uh (laughs) This is just crazy right So Lot saying hey y'all Stop with all that alright that's wicked But what's crazy is Lot says hey I got two virgins In here alright two virgin women In here and y'all can do Whatever y'all want with them but do not come after these men and i want you to check this response but they said stand back right and they said this fellow came to sojourn and he has become the judge in other words you just traveling through and now you can tell us what to do like you can judge what we're doing so now we will deal worse with you than with them then they pressed hard against the man lot and drew near to break the door down But the men reached out their hands And brought Lot into the house with them And shut the door And they struck with blindness The men who were at the entrance of the house Both small and great So that they wore themselves out Groping for the door Alright There's a whole message in there uh, That I could pull out But that's for another show Alright I'm gonna stay focused I'm gonna stay focused and stay on point But just know This is crazy Right So they come They're out there like Hey we want them men's We want the men that's inside that house Get out the way We coming for them And the men had to strike them with blindness You know, each had to strike them with blindness So that they didn't get it Alright Then that's when the men said a lot Have you anyone else here? sons in law sons, daughters Or anyone you have in the city Bring them out of this place For we are about to destroy this place Because the outcry against its people Has become great before the Lord And the Lord sent us to destroy it so remember now the original thing he told abraham was that we're going to go down to the city to you know see if the outcry against the people if they're doing what you know the outcry against them is so obviously because they saw that that was enough proof that okay the outcry against the city and the sin is so great yeah we need to go ahead and destroy this so again that's a whole other message for a whole other thing but i'm gonna stay on point here so a uh, lot went out and said to his sons-in-law who were to marry his daughters get about the place for the Lord is about to destroy the city And uh, they thought he was joking So they so they didn't even go with him So when morning came The angels urged Lot Saying up Take your wife Your two daughters Who are here Lest you be slept o- swept away In the punishment of this city Alright so this is my text This is the scripture This is the part that uh, this, this portion of the scripture Is the part that you need to pay attention To wake up right now Okay This is the one verse 16 chapter 19 verse 16 so they just said in verse 15 take up your wife and your daughters from here lest you be swept away in the punishment of the city so the bible says in verse 16 but he lingered so the men seized him and his wife and his daughters by the hand the lord being merciful to him and they brought him out and set him outside the city Mm -mm -mm. We're going to come back to that I'm going to finish the story here Just so you can know what happened And as they brought them out One said escape for your life Do not look back or stop anywhere In the valley Escape to the hills Lest you be swept away All right And Lot said to them Oh no my lords Behold your servant has found favor in your sight And you have shown me great kindness in saving my life I cannot escape to the hills Lest disaster overtake me and die Behold the city is near enough to flee And it's a little one Let me escape there. Is it not a little one And my life will be saved He said to them Behold I grant you this favor also That I will not overthrow the city of which you have spoken Remember this Escape there quickly For I can do nothing till you arrive there Therefore the name of the city became Zoar So after that That's when God destroys um, Sodom and Gomorrah He engulfs it Lot's wife looks back behind him and she became a pillow of salt, right? So, Lot couldn't look back at his wife because she was behind him. So, he actually never saw his wife after that, right? Because um, if he would look back, same thing would happen to him. Alright, so, um, this is very important. All of this is very important. And all of this is very important for uh, of the point that I want to make today. The thing that I want you to know today. The thing that I want you to... I'll leave this message here with. Okay, so here we go. Back in verse sixteen. Well, fifteen. The, the men said. The angels urged him and said, "Take up your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be swept swept away." The Bible says in verse sixteen now, but he lingered. Okay, so you get a command, you linger. Or I've told you this thing is going to destroy. I told you I'm going to destroy the city. I told you to warn all your people. Now I'm telling you to go and you're lingering. Now I'm telling you to do it and you're lingering. Now I'm telling you to end it. I'm telling you to leave everything here behind because I'm about to destroy it all. But you're lingering. You're waiting to make the decision. You're not moving fast enough and you're not going. You're stuck. You're hindering what I want to do. So that's when the men, the angel seized him and his wife. And his two daughters by the hand The Lord being merciful And brought him out and sent him outside the city So I want to let you know something today I know you thought that You know when your relationship ended up Breaking up and you you lost that Person that you thought you were going to be with forever Or however long you thought you were going to be with them And it was an ugly breakup You know things got Ugly Um, Things got really messy Feelings got hurt really bad Uh, I know that you think that When you lost that job In such a terrible way You know they lied about you This happened, this happened Or you you dropped this And made this mistake And you had this accident And I know that you think that um, Some of your biggest disappointments In your life were your fault Or they were somebody else's fault Or that something happened In your life where You know you figured that you're going to get this result but it's a completely different one because what you thought was going to work blew up or that business that you wanted to start didn't pop or you know that idea that you had never really turned into anything and you were disappointed because you spent so much money or you wasted so much time or you are you invested so much of yourself into it and you just got disappointed you were left with nothing and you wonder and you question why did I do that why did I stay with this person so long why did I stay at this job for so long why did I believe in this for so long why did I have faith for this thing for so long I know you have Many of these situations, many of these moments in your life. I want to tell you that while you think the purpose of all those things was for God to teach you a lesson only. I know why you think the lesson behind all of that is just something to help you get stronger, something to make you better. It's something to you know help you uh, reach somebody else. I want to tell you that the main thing that that was was it was the Lord being merciful to you because the Lord knew or you knew or he let you know or he's been trying to let you know through the words you've been hearing through the messages you've been getting through the signs he's been giving you through the people he's been sending to you he's been trying to tell you that that person was toxic for a long time now He's been trying to tell you that that secret that you're holding on to or that thing that you've been doing by yourself um, is going to kill you. He's been trying to tell you that this job or this idea or this thing that you got ain't working, That it's not going to work for you. That's not what I have for you. He's been trying to tell you all that. He's been trying to show you that that's not going to do anything. He's been trying to show you that you go join that thing or you go be a part of that thing. But I want to destroy that That's something I'm going to destroy You know he's been trying to tell you That he was going to end that friendship between you and such and such Because that person would kill you He's been trying to tell you This and that for so long And when he sent you those urges And he gave you those messages And he gave you those words And you listened to my show And I told you to do this or do that Or do this and do that And you've been lingering And you've been waiting And you've been not doing it He got to take you by the hand Drag you out of the city. Just like the angels did a lot here. So while the city about to go up in smokes. While destruction is surrounding all the people. You, destruction is already in place. I'm about to send the whole city up in smoke. I'm going to destroy the whole thing. I'm setting everything up. I already have it set. The plan I'm going to destroy it. And God says before it gets to the point. Where you get swept away. Before it gets to the point where you die. Before it gets to the point where I lose you Before it gets to the point where you lose yourself In that I gotta drag you out You were lingering If you lingered any longer you would have died If you lingered any longer you would have suffered the worst effects of it If you would have lingered any longer I would have lost you For good This This is a message of God being merciful to us God is so merciful to us In some of the things that we decided to do, many of the things that we created, many of the situations and uh, opportunities that we thought we should have took, many of the things that we didn't even ask him about, but we did it anyway. God was merciful enough to get us out before we were lost forever, before we died, before we decided we were going to stay with this person no matter what, when they're not for us, before we decided that we were going to make this decision to fight this person or the... Some of us to you know cause Harm to that person or whatever the case may Be before it Got to the worst point that it can get to God says I got to drag you out of this I got to Take you by the hand and drag you out of this I got to show my mercy to you so While it may look like destruction while it may look like I'm destroying the whole city, while it may look like people are dying beside you left and right, and everything that you know is being destroyed and taken away and burned up, and everything that you knew your whole entire life is going ablaze before your eyes, and you're seeing it all lose, and you're and you're hearing it all happen around you. I'm dragging you out of this I got you by the hand and I'm dragging you out of this so yes there's destruction going on around you yes there's there's pain going on around you yes you can hear the cries of pain from everybody that's involved around you yeah you can hear the questions of the people where are you running where are you going what's happening you can hear all of that stuff but God has you by the hand being merciful to you dragging you out of your mess that you created Dragging you out of the mess that you are part of Dragging you out of the mess that you've known for so long that you wouldn't leave Dragging you out of what you've lingered to stop Dragging you out of what you said God's still working on me with Dragging you out of I'm still healing from that Dragging you out of I still kind of let this person in here there You know I still talk this person here there because this He's dragging you out of all of that mess All of that destruction All of those things before it's too late Because God is being merciful To you the same way That he's being merciful to Lot In this situation He says Lot I can't I can't let Lot die He's righteous I chose him He's one of mine So before I destroy this city And everything that he knew really And give him a whole entire new life He's not going to have to get adjusted But I'm going to drag him out first I'm going to drag him out first I'm going to preserve his life. And while I know you look at the situation and say, I don't agree with how uh, my pastor man told me to do this. I don't agree with how my mother or father said this is what I should do. I know you don't agree with the way that you were treated in uh, your church or your workplace or wherever it may have been or or by another person. I know you don't like how it happened. I know you don't like how nasty it was. I know you think it was that person just wanted to hurt your feelings. I know you think it's just that person doesn't understand you. I know you think it's just that uh, the devil was coming at you through that person or that was the devilish attack or whatever it may be. But I want to let you know all of that was actually just God being merciful. It was God being merciful to you. God hardened those hearts around you. God made that person just just did definitely not want you anymore. Just so that you could see it. So that you could escape. So that you could get out before you got hurt. So that you can get out before you committed too much of yourself to it. Because I have a message for you. If you're listening to this right now, you did not miss it. If you If you listen to this right now all that you had was not taken away from you. If you're listening to this right now, you made it out of what you're saying took you out or what you're saying took everything you had. You can't say it took everything you had. You can't say it destroyed you. You can't say it left you with nothing. You can't say that it left a hole in your heart. If you're still here right now and God is still helping you and God is still giving you life and God has shown you mercy in that he's kept you through that and he's still keeping you through that to this day. Because God kept you before, he's going to keep on keeping you because you're listening to this. You made it through that because God was merciful to you, because if God would have let you do what you wanted to do or if God would have let that person continue to manipulate you or let that situation continue to confuse you. And and you were living in that delusion because you thought that was love. You thought that was what was for you. You thought that's what God had for you because you were deceived by what you wanted and by your own passions. You would have given up all of yourself for real. You would have died for that. You would have got a disease for that You would have risked it all for that Because of how much you wanted it So God had to blow it up God had to destroy that city in your life Whatever that city could be The city may be the relationship The city may be whatever God wanted to destroy that To preserve you So it got ugly But it was God being merciful to you Okay Understand it was God being merciful to you I know it hurt, I know, but it was God being merciful to you. So that whole time that all that was going on, we should have been praising God instead of looking at the people. Instead of crying over everything, we should say, thank you, God, for being so merciful to me. Thank you, God, for pulling me out. Thank you, God, for showing me how, th- how that really was, showing me that this situation is crazy, it's diluted, it's toxic for me. Thank you for really showing me that before I died. Thank you for showing me that before I gave all of myself over to a person and left you all together. Thank you for showing me that before I got into something that would have claimed my life and something that would have taken me away from you forever. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. And that's what our cry should be when we think about these situations even now. So if there's something that's going on in your life right now, I know for me personally, uh, the Lord brought this to me. I read this word and the Lord actually told me. Now see I was being merciful to you With that situation And you thought it was all these other things And because you thought it was all these other things You really actually think That it was just me saying that you don't have a choice Or you don't have options But really it was me being merciful enough to you To show you that what you think And what you believe And what's right in your eyes ain't ever gonna be right You gotta come to me first You gotta go through me And if you walk through something Or try to create something without me it's going to claim your life. It's going to kill you. And it's going to become what you worship. It's going to become what you spend all your time on. And he didn't want that for me. And he told me this too that I needed to forgive for what I thought was people coming against me or uh, what I thought was someone else's choice and what was not God's choice. Now I understand that some people don't give the best advice I understand that some people don't know how to treat you When they're trying to explain how you overcome something Or how to get out of something or that you need to exit something I know that many people don't know how to actually operate In the love required to talk to someone in that way But the end result is what God intended for it to be if you following God and you believe in him and you're praying and you and you're listening to this right now The end result was the end result And a lot of times people do have and I can speak to my situation personally While the individuals involved uh, didn't necessarily uh, speak to me the right way I think about going to and getting to the end result The end result that they wanted Or the end result that they said was going to happen Did happen because that's what God wanted They knew the end result that God wanted Or they knew what God's intention was But they didn't know how to help me understand it at the time Because they probably didn't understand it to this extent And I forgave myself And I forgave uh, God in a sense Because I thought God was really like, you know, coming for me Or was coming against me at the time So um, I really... Went through that whole forgiveness process and that repentance process And I apologized to the Lord I said, Lord, I'm sorry for not seeing it as your mercy And seeing it as people just telling me what to do I thank you, God, for your mercy in saving me from that Rather than allowing me to, you know, make my own decisions And just end up dead chasing somebody who don't want me Chasing somebody who don't love me Chasing things that don't love me Pursuing things that have nothing to do with the plan that you have for my life I thank you, God, for being that merciful to me For being that lovely to me. For being that willing to help my life and save my life, Lord. So, I hope that helped you. I hope that that gives you encouragement. I hope that gives you rest in a lot of your situations and a lot of peace. I just want to share one more thing from the text that I want you to leave with something that I want you to remember as you're remembering that God is being merciful to you when he's dragging you out of those situations that you've been lingering in, those things that you've been going through, those things that have been just you felt the urge to do it for a while. You felt the urge to blow it up for a while. You felt the urge to end it for a while and you've been kind of lingering and God's got to grab you by the hand and be merciful to you and bring you out to save your life. I want you to hear this. Remember in the text when we were reading That the Lord told him to, you know Don't look back or stop in the valley But escape to the hills And that's when Lot said, no Because, you know, I found favor in your sight And you showed me great kindness and mercy But I can't make it to the hills Because disaster is going to overtake me And I will die Behold, there's a city that's close enough For me to get to And it's a little one Let me go there Is it not a little one And my life will be saved Remember, God said And I grant you this favor also, and I will not overthrow the city which you have spoken. Escape there quickly, for I can do nothing till you arrive there. Right? So remember this. Also, I know that a lot of times we do ask the Lord to... Uh, grant us things God may say something or we may feel like God wants us to do something and in the midst of what God wants us to do we ask for a favor we ask for something uh, in return we ask for a different route we ask to go to an alternative location something that we think is going to be good enough and I want you to know God may very well grant you exactly what you're asking for he may give you the exact thing that you have asked for but get this look what happened to lot so a lot came to Zoar, and that's when the Lord rained down on a uh, sulfur and fire from heaven on Sodom and Gomorrah and overthrew the city. That's when he tore the whole thing up, right? And so, the crazy part is right after that, right after that, the Bible says that after it was destroyed and everything, so after it was destroyed, um, it says that Lot went out to Zoar and lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. So, now Lot went out of Zoar. And lived in the hills with his two daughters, for he was afraid to live in Zoar. So he lived in the cave with his two daughters. So here's what I want you to see: even though Lot did ask God for the favor, let me escape to this city. Um, it's close enough for me to flee to, and I'm going to be overtaken and die. Uh, you know, and God said, you know, I give you favor to go there. Uh, Lot still ended up escaping to the hills. He ended up doing exactly what God said he was going to do. He ended up exactly where God told him to go. He ended up doing exactly what God's first instruction was anyway, because he was afraid because some other reason. So I want you to know something that even when you think and even when God agrees and gives you the ability to go somewhere, God may give you the favor to go somewhere just so you can end up right where he wanted you to be in the first place. Don't think that just because God made it okay and God made it clear and God let you get accepted to that job, God let you get accepted to that place means that that's exactly what he wants you you to be. Because sometimes he'll let you go the way you want to go just so you can see this ain't it what's that's not it and then he has to redirect your life to where he intended for you to go so I need you to know just how in control God is even when God gives you a favor even when God says yes sometimes he's saying it so that his will can be done ultimately he's not doing it because he agrees with your decision he's not doing it because your decision is better than his he's doing it because he knows at the end of the day you're going to end up exactly where I say you're going to end up anyway so I will use that I will let you go where you want to go just so that you'll trust in me more the next time just so that you'll believe me the first time, the next time, just so that you'll see that just because you're somewhere new, and just because I allowed you to go there, that don't mean that my original destination for you changes. You know, just because I let you go to Zoar doesn't mean that you're not supposed to escape to the hills. I said escape to the hills. So you're going to get there. You're going to get to the hills. You might go to Zoar first, but I bet you you're going to get to them hills. And also know this, remember the Lord also told Lot, listen, I'm going to grant you this favor and I'm not going to do nothing until you go there. A lot of times God waiting on you to get somewhere so he can finish the work that he needs to do. There are certain works that God needs to do in your life, and he can't do it if you're lingering, he can't do it, if you're waiting, he can't like if you ask God for something and then God grants it to you and he says yes, you believe he's saying yes to that, and you don't go after that, you don't pursue that, you don't go to that place, you don't go after that thing, God can't do what he plans to do anyway. So whether you know what you know or not. If you have faith that God is saying yes, and if you hear that and you believe that, go after it. And if it blows up and it doesn't work, God will make sure that you get to where you're supposed to go anyway. Because remember, Lot said, I'm going to die if I don't go to Zoar. If I go to the hills, I'm going to die. But he went to Zohar and was afraid So that's the same thing Thing Saying Lord you know this is for me Let me get accepted You get accepted you go And you find out it's not anything you thought it was And you end up going somewhere else And you find out that's exactly where you're supposed to be And God is like yes that's exactly where I wanted you to go in the first place So it's just like that So don't be afraid to put uh, action with Faith without works is dead I'd rather have a faith that is alive and learning and well and learning to trust God than have a faith that's dead because I'm so scared and I'm so afraid to go and pursue things. And God says, my hands are tied until you do what I've granted you the right to do. When I say yes, you have to do it because if you don't do it, then my hands are tied. So if God's telling you to do something or has told you to do something, please get on it. Let's get to it. Let's get it done so that God can do whatever else he plans on doing. Because we can't let God. I don't ever want to hear the Lord say, until you do this. I can't do that like if I had to wait I've been waiting on something for A while and God says well I'm just waiting on you to do this I'd be so upset So just I encourage you If you know there's something you're supposed to do Whether it's leave something Break off something, end something Begin something, whatever that something is For you, do that today I, I want you to do that Today, if you can't do it today do it tomorrow Do it as soon as possible Please do what you need to do And do what you know to do so that God's hands won't be tied, and so that He can do what He intends to do for His glory in your life. The Bible does say that acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and He will direct your paths. So, even when you want to do something and God says yes, and it blows up in your face, you end up going somewhere completely different, that's still God's mercy. That's God directing your path because you were willing to let the Lord know this is what I want to do. So, y'all, let's pursue God, let's pursue His way. Let's not linger in situations that are deadly anymore. Let's not linger on letting go of things that are toxic to us anymore. Let's not linger on what we know God wants us to leave. And let's remember, that if we decide not to leave And we are lingering And we are stuck God will drive you out He will pull you out And he will make sure That your life is preserved But I guarantee you It's gonna be ugly And it's not gonna be something That you actually <laughs> Want to experience It's just God's mercy is wonderful But I'd rather experience God's mercy And him giving me life Every day Me obeying him And him protecting me From things I don't know Than for me to get Into a bunch of mess All the time And God save me So I know I'm I know I'm human I know I'm flawed But if there's something that I can do to know what's happening the same way that God says he's gonna destroy Sodom and Gomorrah if I'm in a relationship and I can ask God what do you think of this relationship is this something that you approve of is this something that you want to end is this something that you want to continue if I know his heart towards the situation then I can get to the result before he has to you know force me into it so I encourage you also to ask God hey What's going to happen with this situation? What's going to happen with this bill I'm worried about? What's going to happen with this job I'm worried about? What's going to happen with this person that I'm worried about? What's going to happen with this relationship that I'm in? What's going to happen with this debt that I'm in? Like ask the Lord what's going to happen. Because remember he told Abraham shall I hide what I'm about to do to Abraham? Shall I hide what I'm about to do from Abraham? Would I do that? No I made him promises I chose him. I'm going to make him great so no, I'm going to tell him. So ask y'all let's ask. So y'all be encouraged.